You're listening to A Journey in American English. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's been around three weeks, I'd say. I was a bit worried that I'd probably be gone longer, just like I was last time. I think I was gone for almost two months, and that was due to my studies. But my studies are over. I've had plenty of time to talk to my new podcast partner, Chris. So we also have the same name, Chris and Chris. Could be an interesting podcast name, but we have actually decided to change the podcast name to be more inclusive. So, as you might have noticed, the podcast is no longer a journey with Chris in American English, but rather just a journey in American English. And while yes, we probably could have just kept the old podcast name because the new and the old one are very similar. We feel like the new one is better, just for the fact that it's a bit shorter than the last one. So there you go. That's the new name. Nothing fancy. Seeing as how this is Chris's first episode, and it feels kind of weird saying like that because I feel like I'm talking about myself, but I am not、I'm、talking about my partner. Seeing as how it's his first episode, I felt it was fitting to have him pick a topic and just see where it takes us, and I just kind of went with it. And today's topic is sports, about sports in high school, sports in the U.S. It's a topic that he is very fond of, and I am not at all. <laughs> I am definitely not a sports person, although I was going to the gym before the whole. Virus situation happened, and the whole world fell apart. I was going to the gym two, three times a week, and hopefully I can go back soon. Anyway, he and I were talking about、uh, various sports in the U.S., and honestly, he managed to reignite、uh, a lot of my old passions with respect to sports, and a lot of old memories I had when I was in high school. So. Who knows? Maybe I'll get back into sports once the world is normal. With that being said, that's today's topic, and let's get started. So, hey everyone.、Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks, and today I'm here with、uh, my new co-host. So, <laughs>、uh, hey, how's it going, everyone? My name is Chris. I'm happy to be here as the new co-host. I'm really excited to get going on this. Yeah, yes,、yeah, so、we're both Chris.、Um. <laughs> Sorry about that. Can't no, do anything about it. No, we can、fine. we can maybe figure out some something later, but for now, it's Chris and Chris. Yeah, but you spell your name with a K, don't you? I absolutely do. If that helps you、uh, picture it. Yeah. Or、I、if、see. you just want to mentally say Kris, I've I've heard it before. Really? Yep. When. Sometimes Chris is a common name, and sometimes there's two or more in a room, and any shortcut、uh, to reduce confusion for some people is is considered necessary. I I don't think I've ever met anyone not from Germany who spells their name with a K who's called Chris. It's pretty rare for a spelling, usually with C H, but most people think my name is is Christoph or Christian.、Um, <laughs> Which which is、nope. very common in Germany. Well, you get to kind of stand out. Then you have the common name here, but you get to you get to have your own little unique quality there, kind of like I get to here with the K. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. But we're not here to talk about our names. <laughs> but now, now not everyone much. knows. Yeah. So uh, since it's your first full episode with me, I thought I'd let you basically uh, take the wheel and uh, you prepared a topic on sports, if I remember. Yes, yes. Um, it's something that is absolutely essential to the American experience. And honestly, something... Um, even though it's never really been for most of my life, something I've been super interested in, even when I didn't care at all, it was always there. And I was always at least somewhat participating in it. So uh, love it or hate it. Uh, you're going to be involved in some way in this country. Yeah. I, I remember in high school, it's really big on sports. What we, I had to do bowling <laughs> in PE, uh, bowling, flag football, tennis regular football soccer maybe golf um oh yeah golf i i told see there are some it's hard i i've been thinking about this over the week and trying to to get ready to explain it because it's such a it's such a diverse topic and there are some things in my mind that you know obviously golf is a sport but in my mind when i think oh i'm gonna go golfing i'm not thinking like this is this is a sport i'm about to go do like an intense sporting activity that's um yeah that's the funny thing about the word sport is if you really analyze it i think the only thing that sport means is something that's competitive like what's the difference like what are the similarities between chess and football and there aren't any except the fact that they're both considered sports you know and, what I mean? and the 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 ones at the very top are obsessive beyond obsessive in their field yeah definitely like boxing is a sport um but oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't compare boxing to golf you know they're completely no things <laughs> no absolutely not like they they require different skill sets like they're both pretty intensive like physically speaking but um it's well, really maybe not quite as much i i mean you generally don't see i mean i realize due to the nature of the sport boxers you know have to get hit as well and that adds to their shelf life but uh tiger woods is still around and winning things uh if i if i'm remember correct and he's got to be well into his 40s at this point i doesn't he yeah he just had an accident he had a real bad accident a couple of days oh ago. no yeah what happened uh i think he i don't know i think he ran into a tree or something or drove into a tree or uh, drove off the road. I'm not exactly sure. And he ran into a ditch and he's in the hospital, but uh, I think he's, he's no longer in critical condition, but it was kind of touch and go there. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't hear anything about this. Really? I, I figured this would, yeah, I figured I would have heard about this. I'm not a huge golf fan, but no, I'm not. Yeah, everyone the, knows who Tiger Woods is. He's the only golfer. <laughs> he's the only golfer I know of. Um, no, this happened, I think, a week ago. So, but he's That's fine crazy. now. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad he's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, now, if I had to pick a favorite sport, I guess it would be tennis. But I couldn't name any tennis players other than what's her name, Selena Williams. Um, uh, I I think it, I think it's Serena. Is it Serena? Yeah. Okay. See, look there you go. <laughs> uh, but here here's something that might be confusing, and this might be this is me taking a shot in the dark with a with a loose knowledge. Uh, aren't 
aren't two of the top female tennis players sisters yeah and maybe one of them is, yeah yeah, yeah. So maybe sisters. so uh maybe we're both right because i can't 100 percent remember the other name hmm. no I- i'm terrible at, at sports and names but yeah yeah tennis was fun i had to do it like a lot of kids in school we had to do football and tennis i don't know if you had to do any of sport any of those kind of sports in school but we definitely had to uh, I tried football for one week back when I still hated football. I have no idea why I was there. Nobody made me be there. I chose to be there. <laughs> uh, I think I made it a week before I was like, this is awful. This is miserable. Um, I, you know, I wasn't particularly the most athletic kid. Um, I wasn't, you know, like the, the, I wasn't the worst, but um, I, I started this sometime in middle school so in my experience, I started two sports in middle school, uh, football and baseball. And in my experience, everyone I played with, they started, you know, they started at, you know, six, seven, eight years old. You know, the baseball kids yeah. started with T-ball. So everyone there is like absolutely knows what they're doing. <laughs> and I did not like I I showed up to my first baseball practice in jeans and everyone was like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, well, I, nobody told me what I was supposed to wear. <laughs> oh, For all I, them, it was just obvious. Yeah, baseball was pretty. So at least in high school in the U.S., baseball was pretty popular among among boys, among, among, among the guys. And the girls played softball, which was, yeah, pretty much baseball, but for, for girls. Um, yep. Which I, I still have always been confused about that. A little bit like I I, un- yeah. I understand I understand it from like hey this is a good you know unisex uh sport for everyone to play but yeah I, I would feel like women should be capable of playing baseball oh definitely no I'm not knocking women at all I I think they're more than capable of playing baseball but um it's a typical sport that girls do in high school or cheerleading um, but there are some people who consider cheerleading to not be a sport, which I don't agree with them. I do think it yeah. is a, a sport to a certain extent, extent yeah. just like gymnastics. So, yeah, but those two are pretty popular among among the girls. And then the guys would do everything else, especially football. Yep. And for the guys like me who weren't very athletic, we did flag football. So it was kind of, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't real football, but you know, you got the feeling that you're playing football without being too physical. Yeah. And then you aren't going to end up with, (laughs) with uh, permanent injuries if you, when you go head to head with someone. Yeah. So for those not from the U S who don't know what flag football is. So football, not like football in the European sense, but American, American football, exactly. American football is, you basically have a ball and you run down a field and you try to touch, you try to score a goal more, more or less. So you have the ball in your hands, not with your feet, like, uh, like in soccer and with flag football, um, usually in normal football, you would tackle the person to the ground. So that's kind of like the goal is to tackle someone more or less, or to get the ball from them. Yeah. That's that's if someone has the ball, you prevent them from doing anything with it by bringing them down to the ground. Exactly. And Usually flag, with a tackle at high speed. Yeah. And flag football is, I would say, a less, a less violent, a less physical version of that in that you have like a belt 
of like flags around you around your waist and the goal is to rip a flag off and if someone rips a flag off then you well you lost so yeah you're considered so the uh, the way it works in the normal sport is if your knee hits the ground you're down you're done oh is it is um, it knee i thought it, it had to be it, it's the knee yeah oh i didn't know that um, I thought it was there's like some there's body. some other qualifiers but like the general easy rule unless you're getting like flipped you know uh feet overhead um uh, it's the knee uh so if you rip the flag it's like it's as if you just you know took a knee right there yeah You're, so you stopped basically yeah and then what is that is that i can't remember the technical terms for football forgive me but is that then like the line of scrimmage or something so then you you start back from that point so where you get tackled is where you do the kickoff again or, or how does that uh, work? that's yeah that's where the that's where the next play will begin yeah um at the line of scrimmage yeah without going into into too much of the details yeah i i had to do a test on that in high school we would have to do a, a like physically learn the sport and then we would have to do a written test and like playing the sport is easy but god forbid i don't remember any of the technical terms like a touchdown or scrimmage or none of that I think it's one of those things. Uh, it's like, uh, I remember taking a driving test and there's all these questions, very specific uh, uh, measurements for when you should stop and which conditions. Nothing, honestly, most people need to think about because once you've just done it for a while, it just, you know, it's, it's natural. It makes sense. Kind yeah. of the same with sports. If you just sit down and, you know, <laughs> st- study the rules of a sport, it's not that great. It's a lot easier to just, watch it for a while with someone who knows what they're doing or to play it for a bit with someone who knows what they're doing yeah unless you're the referee then uh then you get Mm. everything but i do not envy i do not envy them no except for the people who are um uh officiating very high level games and getting paid quite well even then they're getting paid very well but absolutely nobody likes them they get a lot of hate I think that's the universe. They get a lot of hate. They get no love. And um, sometimes they get attacked by the players. I've seen that too. Not in like football, but like in soccer or other sports where one player feels like the referee's being unfair, unprofessional. So they'll they'll yell at them, they'll punch them, they'll spit on them. I think there was a soccer match in Germany a couple weeks ago. Forgive me, I don't remember the specifics. But I do remember that the referee called out one of the players and said, Hey, that's not right. You're getting a, you're getting a yellow card, which is like a warning. And the player was like, that's not fair. And he spit on him. So the player spit on the referee and the player got charged with assault because in Germany, spitting on someone is a physical offense and just, yeah, I don't envy them. Um, Yeah. It's, you know, they, they absolutely deserve criticism a lot of the times. Um, especially well here's the thing in football the rules in american football are exceedingly complicated they're always slightly changing every year there's you know exceptions to rules and very specific you know what happened in one in a hundred game kind of rules and um (laughs) Because of that, you know, refs have to eyeball this and they have to make a call in real time. Um, This is a TV broadcast. You can't, 
you can't, uh, you know, end the play and sit there and think about it for, they, they'll do this sometimes for when stuff really serious happens and they need to confer, but you can't just be stopping the game for minutes at a time all the time to make a hundred percent sure you got the play right. Um, so they get things wrong a lot. And it's really obvious because these are billion dollar broadcasts and yeah. there are 4k cameras everywhere. Yeah. That's so true. we all see at home when they make the obviously terrible plays which has always frustrated me as a fan. If, if we can all see it, why um, there was another sport, uh, fo- American football league uh, called the XFL recently. And uh, it, it, it had a, it had a rough time because it started up just as COVID was. Mm. So it, it didn't even finish its first season. It's, it's in works to come back, but they had uh, what they called a sky judge. So they had a referee sitting in a booth um, in, in, the, in the stadium and he was getting all the camera feeds too. So he could call down and be like, hey, um, this is what happened. Uh, I have a better view of this. You got that call wrong. Because it, it is beyond frustrating to watch a call everybody knows is wrong go through and nobody can do anything about it. There are instances where you can uh, challenge it as a team but there's mm-hmm. even rules against that. I, I don't know why they thought of doing this, um, but if you're in the last two minutes of a half in American football, you cannot challenge a call. Just uh, And their reasoning is they want to you know, maintain game pace. So if you get a bad call in those last two minutes, you just have to live with it. Yeah. So, so you've prepared a couple of topics, and I want to get onto those two, but one last point before we move on to what you have in store for okay. us. So in Germany, they have this thing of having cameras in, uh, in the goals. So like around the goalies. So a lot of times people aren't sure if the ball actually goes into the net. So it could be that the player kicks the ball so hard that it goes into the net and then it bounces back out. And so people aren't sure, like, did it go in, did it not go in? It isn't always clear. And some people were thinking like there should be sensors, you know, so you could, so uh, you could automatically sense if the ball was in the goal or not, and you don't have to rely on referees or cameras. And a lot of people thought that was an awesome idea. So there was no way for the referees to make a mistake. But my question is, uh, isn't that part of the game? Like, isn't that part of them getting it wrong? Because that's the human element. You know what I mean? I so mean, like- yes and no. In, in my mind, part of me, wants wants it to be you know a pure absolute system very objective i i understand we live in a real world where that just doesn't exist yeah Um, but you know it's it's something i you know i have the urge to strive for (laughs) but there there you know there is there is the human element and there is i there is definitely it adds some drama to it so I've, I've yeah. definitely seen times where calls have been made and they'll, you know, they'll get challenged by um, the opposing team or um, it's for some calls, the policy is just to review them without a challenge. And sometimes they'll, they'll um, like the NFL ruling headquarters is in New York. So sometimes they'll call them up and say, Hey, you have to make the call on this. And 
when that happens, it usually takes a few minutes. They'll cut to commercial or they'll just pan the camera. Usually a bit of both. They'll pan the camera around the stadium, see what everyone's up to. And it's undeniably a tense and dramatic moment. Um, sometimes it's obvious and it's not dramatic, but sometimes you realize this could go either way. You could see yeah. the argument for either side. And honestly, it could tip the point or tip the balance either way for either team. So there is value in the eyeballing of these things. Yeah. I think you have to strike a balance between being fair and being human. I think if you make yes. it too, if you have too many machines, then it becomes too clinical, too artificial. So but... I would argue American Football League has crossed a line towards uh, <laughs> they could they could use a little bit more objectivity. Yeah. Uh, a little I'll, bit too much human eyeballing. I'll or take you- not enough human eyeballing. I want more human eyeballs <laughs> behind monitors. I'll take your word on that. So, um, so what topics do you have for us today? Okay. Uh, so, uh, one thing I really wanted to talk about was uh, sports in high school, or just sports in school in okay. general. But I feel high school is the epitome of this. So yeah, I went to high school. Um, my high school was a little over 2000 people, which was a massive jump for me from a high school uh, or not a high school, a school that ran nine years and had a little over 200 kids in it. So it was a huge leap for me. And when wow. I got there and I saw the spectacle and just how much everyone cared about the sports there, you know, they do massive presentations before big games. They had a band, you know, they had these nice looking um, jerseys or whatever uniforms they were wearing for their sport. And, and people mm. really showed up. Um, Cause once you get to the high school level, a lot of people are showing up to watch those games, not just to be nice to their kids, but because they actually want to see someone play. Um, yeah. And scouts. Oh yeah, absolutely. At your high school, but at high school, there are definitely scouts from the university. And for for the people not in the U.S., like high school sports is like the gateway to college, so to speak. So if you can't afford tuition, a lot of people go there on a sports scholarship. And long story short, some university comes to you and says, "Hey, if you play for our team, then you can go to you can go to our university for free," quote unquote um yeah or yeah. A, or a set dollar amount off or yeah exactly it's, it's not super well i i'm not super knowledgeable in this but i know not everybody is getting full ride scholarships yeah that's i think that's like the ultimate dream you know like go play for your favorite university and you'll get a full ride but not everyone gets a full ride yeah well and it's a lot of money and for it is a lot of money uh and and it's you know I, I won't tangent off here too far because I, I caught myself and I know I could go on this for a while. But yeah. um, so when I was in high school, I was also in band. And ju- while there were different levels of, you know, uh, musical talent you could be at and you'd be assigned to a different uh, band. Basically, they had the, the freshman band, the band you almost everybody went to when they were freshmen. They had the, the good band for when you did a tryout, you did well, that's where you went. And you had like the B team band, which was, you know, if you didn't make the good 
band is where you went. There were also some freshmen who, um, I guess, had a connection and were able to try out their freshman year and just went right there. But the, the one thing about all of them is you all had an opportunity to participate in the pep band. And I wasn't particularly uh, okay. musically talented. I played the trumpet for eight years. Um, but I had fun with it. But showing up to that high school football game on a Friday night or showing up to that high school basketball game on a Friday night, everyone's all wearing, you know, our school colors as much as possible. We all look ridiculous, but we're all so excited. The whole room is <laughs> yeah. so excited. The whole, you know, the whole stands of the football field are so excited. And part of the reason they were excited is because when the game wasn't happening, we were trying to amp them up as much as possible with our music. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think it's experience. a beyond unique experience. It is absolutely the best memories I have of high school. So people who came to the games at your high school, did they have to pay an admission fee? Uh, yes. Yeah. There were, ta- that, that oh, is, okay. that is one of the nice things about being in the band. Um, we got in for free cause we're performing and, uh, yeah. students pay a little but less, like- but you know, everyone's paying to get in. If you're playing in the game or playing an instrument, I think I I pay I think you had to pay like five bucks uh, to get in, but it really depends on, on I think it really depended on the game. At least for us. I think ours were closer to that 10, was, but again, I never had to find uh, out. <laughs> I did it all for That four was years. one of the ways Yeah, that was one of the ways the school made money was through uh, football games or like selling cookies <laughs> you know i have like a bake sale oh yep and uh, a lot of that yeah. stuff was just to fund particular small school organizations but yeah um just that that bond the entire school would feel it, not just over sports but just the spirit of the school but a lot of it was tied to sports H- high schools usually have um something called a spirit week where it's just everyone gets all rah, rah, we love our school, kind of an attitude about them. I, and it's absolutely, yeah. it almost, it absolutely always ends with like a Friday football game. If it's in season, I which think, I think it always is. I've been out of high school for a while. <laughs> I feel kind of old. But I, we had something similar too, where, uh, where we would try to keep people excited because the more excited they were, the more people would come and the more money they would get. And it's not like, the school got a whole bunch of money from like the football games, but I mean, it was enough to pay for the football program because depending on what school you went to would determine how much money the the faculty had. And, you know, you had like the football coach who's, you know, really out of shape and uh, that's his job. So he needs the money too. Well, for what it's worth, that, that doesn't change all the way up to the highest level of the pros. (laughs) No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> Even though a lot of these coaches are ex-professional players, uh, some some people just drop off. And so that's how. Yeah, um, that that is. Um, this is actually a good segue to what I sure, want sure. to cover next in the NFL. Um, when you're done as a player, you know if you're smart with your money, which a lot of these you know people aren't smart with their money the entire time because you know they become overnight millionaires when they sign their nfl contracts 
But um, when they're done, a lot of them have a lot of uh, career paths to sports broadcasting and sports journalism. And a lot of them have a path to go into coaching. And um, a lot of the great coaches that are currently uh, coaching are ex-players. Uh, Andy Reid, the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, he was a he was either a punter or a field goal kicker in the 70s or 80s, I think. Mm. And their offensive coordinator, uh, Eric Bieniemy, he was a running back in the NFL. Um, there's, I'm sure there's dozens more, but that's just what I got off the top of my head. Um, so, yes, there is absolutely that path for them to stay in that life. Yeah. Once they're, you know, done so playing. I guess we got to like explain a, a few of the terms. So like, what exactly is a punter? So, okay. Yeah. So for those who don't know. <laughs> so in football, in American football, uh, to make this uh, simple, you basically have at the start of a play, um, you have 10 yards you have to cross with possession of the football to continue possession of the ball. And every time you hit that 10 yard mark, it resets. You have four attempts to do it. And you know, if, if you don't get it in four attempts, you just lose the ball, which most of the time is unacceptable and terribly dangerous. So you usually um, use three attempts. And then if you're close, you, t- you get a field goal kicker to come out and he'll attempt to score. Uh, he'll score what's called a field goal and he'll kick the ball into the big upright forks. <laughs> Um, at the end of the field to get, you know, it's like a a compromise of points. You know, you didn't, you didn't get the full points, but maybe you can get something if you got close, but if you're really not close, you bring out your punter and his job is just to kick the ball as far as he can, as far away from where you are as possible. So that when the other team gets the ball, they aren't right on your front door to score on you. Oh, okay. God, it's been so long since I've really done anything with football, and I honestly forgot some of the terms. <laughs> so it's good for those. Yeah, it's 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 hard to for me to remember sometimes that because um, I've really only gotten into football in the last um, five five ish really? years. Um, yeah, did not care for it at all as a kid. Um, it was annoying when my dad would turn off the TV because I wanted to, or to put on football because I was trying to play video games. Mm. And I would try and and I would try and sneak a little bit during the commercials, but um, it, yeah, there's a lot of some of the terminology is straightforward. Some of it is absolutely not, and sounds like yeah, to, total gibberish to someone who's not familiar with it. Yeah, it should also be noted that um, that football is also a typical guy sport, so it's generally assumed. Like, for example, in Germany, it's really assumed that if you're a guy, you love soccer. Like, the first question is, like, well, what's your favorite soccer team? And people are always kind of confused when you say, no, I don't really like soccer. Because, you know, as a guy, you're supposed to like soccer. And in the U.S., it's maybe it's a bit different, but more or less, it's considered, like, if you're a guy, you like football. And then the next question is, like, well, what's your favorite sport? Or what's your favorite team? Or who's your favorite player? Yeah. There's absolutely a similar. Yeah, thing. and I used to always get kind of odd looks when I would tell people like I don't watch football. 
Like, how can you watch? How can you be a guy and not watch football? I just, I just don't watch football. <laughs> That's changing a little bit um, as our generation more and more is, you know, joining the workforce. And yeah, I, I suppose I shouldn't say it that way because <laughs> we're not we're not as young as I like to think we are. But yeah, um, uh, we're not our generation isn't necessarily as sports obsessed as our predecessors. They're still, you know, like I, I enjoy sports, but again, I didn't care about it until I was in my early twenties. And a lot of people just never cared. They grew up. um, They grew up in an age where they had other options for entertainment. Cause you know, years ago there, there's not that much on TV. There's no video games. Um, When your local sports team is playing, you know, that's something everyone cares about and to get excited about. So you that's care. True. You're excited. It's something to do. There, you know, wasn't a ton of other options of things to do. Yeah. So our generation had all these other options. So it's not quite as sports saturated. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Honestly, I never thought of it like that. Um, but yeah, it's true. My, so I, so like a, so when I was a kid, I had like a, like, um, because you know as a teenager you go through different phases and i still do that (laughs) i went to like different music phases so i was really obsessed with like metal then i was really obsessed with rock and then i was super obsessed with uh like jazz and then i was obsessed with country and so i was like because i really like country i said my favorite my favorite (laughs) sports team is is the dallas cowboys only for the fact that they had the word (laughs) <laughs> oh no only because well yeah you you were absolutely a cowboys fan you yeah only because the word cowboys was in there but i knew nothing about the team so if you had oh, so if no. you had asked me like what's your favorite football team i would say like the dallas cowboys but only because the word cowboy was in there i didn't know anything about it <laughs> but oh. now i don't i guess i should say like the 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 kansas city chiefs because of like missouri and kansas but other than that Hey, we'll welcome yeah. <laughs> you. Absolutely. Become a Chiefs fan. Had- I'll, I'll send you I'll send you an onboarding packet. We had the Rams. When I was growing up, the Rams was the was our team, but they moved back to Los Angeles. They moved yeah, to LA. They all moved to LA. Yep. So the Rams left. But who cares? They were terrible. Like they always lost. So Oh, everyone in uh, I this is a little before my time as a football fan, but everyone in St. Louis is still yeah, really. Um when the XFL uh started started up uh st louis actually got a team uh they got a team called the battle hawks okay and i was like you know what um if i'm gonna care about the xfl i'll just proximity pick to the team i like Mm. so i was a battle hawks fan and they are rabid fans they were so excited to have a football team again even if it was you know it's a step under the nfl but they had a professional football team in their city and they were so excited and where are they now? The Battle Hawks? Uh, well, you know, the XFL didn't make it to a full oh. season, but it did some um, it did some ownership changes and you don't know, have to shut down for COVID. I think it's planning on coming back in 2022. And as far as I know, all the teams should still be the same, but we'll see. Um, Before we get too lost in the weeds here, there is something I want to move on to that I think a lot of people that don't follow sports just do not understand. Okay, shoot. Sports is a giant drama 
it is a giant soap opera and it's amazing. It's gotten to the point where in football, I'll, I'll enjoy watching the games, but that is not even my favorite part anymore. These people who play this game are ridiculous human beings. <laughs> there is always something going on. Someone always did or said something stupid or a team ownership said, you know, something that's happening right now. Football season isn't even happening right now. And it's still entertaining because uh, the Houston Texans, um, to make a long story short, they had a coach who was also their general manager who made several terrible um, roster decisions. What's that? that based, like the, uh, the team, the, the list of people on the team. Oh, okay. So the roster is the list of people yeah. who play. Oh, okay. Okay. Go he on. made so many bad decisions before he got fired that that team is doomed for years. They are not in, they will not recover from this for years. They just don't because the moves he made, he was trading away their future resources. So every year there's a draft where college players move into the NFL and teams, you know, get to take turns picking who they want. He traded that away for years. They have no, they have no way out. And their quarterback, one of the absolutely most talented people in the entire league was getting sick of it. He was promised certain, um, he was promised to have a voice in some of the decision-making going forward on coaching and because they needed a new coach because they fired the guy who doomed their entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, he was promised all these things and then they didn't do it. And he was livid. And at, right now he's demanding a trade to anywhere. And the, the team is adamant. They are not trading him. and He's adamant. Well, trade me or not, I will not play for you. And it is, it is absolutely amazing to watch. Um, Because he's so, he's so generationally talented. Any, (laughs) any trade (laughs) you'd have to make to get him would put that team in the same situation. The Texans is in their franchise would be ruined for years. So it's this, it feels like an unprecedented situation and it's, and you know, this is kind of a special case, but stuff like this is happening all the time. And it's just so fun to watch and play out every day. Yeah. uh, A lot of drama. That's actually pretty interesting. Um, I never really got too involved in their personal lives though, but it's really hard when you become, you know, cause like the players, they're like celebrities. So. um, Oh, absolutely. And everything that goes with it, like the good and the bad. I can't they're, really... they're celebrities on a national scale, but if they're particularly liked in their town, they're practically royalty. Yeah. It, it honestly, in some ways, concerns me. It almost gets to a near uh, religious level for some people, which puts me off a little bit. But, um, you know, people people get obsessed with things, you know, how it is. Yeah, at the end of the day, they're just people too. And, but we put them on a pedestal and we kind of forget that they're also human. Yeah. And luckily, most of the drama um, that people are interested in, mostly I'm interested in, it's either 
you know, something related to the actual sport, like, you know, this big trade thing, like this is, this is going to make massive waves in the whole league, no matter what happens. Um, or, you know, criminal stuff, uh, criminal stuff. you know, really a lot of these players. Oh yeah. It's very common for these, uh, players to have, uh, criminal issues. Uh, uh well, there was, a, there was a player who played in the Super Bowl this year who, uh, I, the judge let him postpone his court hearing on on um on an assault uh, sexual assault oh, case wow. because hey he's got to play he's got to play that that reminds me of I don't want to get too political at all but there yeah. I read an article from CNN about this one woman who was at uh, the Capitol riots last month and he she asked the judge like hey I'm going to Mexico next week can I serve my sentence after I get back from vacation? And everyone's like, that's such a stupid thing. Like, no, don't let her go to vacation. Let her go on vacation. And the judge was like, yeah, sure, you can go. And then when you come back, you can go to jail. <laughs> I was like, why? Yep, I heard it's, it's the world we live in. Yeah, it's, that's absurd. Um, but that, that's like the definition of privileged people. So what so, are you going to do? Yeah. So football is something I've kind of sp- spent the last four or five years really invested in. I feel like I'm getting to the point where I, I, I understand it. I feel like I can talk with people about anything. They won't throw out a name and I'm like, oh, sorry, that happened one year ago. I wasn't here yet. So that's a nice feeling. But something I've gotten into much more recently, um, maybe we're coming up on just about a year. So we'll say a year mm-hmm. is bowling. Okay. And of course... As a casual activity, I think everyone in America bowls. I did. But when you take it to the next level, you know, you buy your shoes, you buy your own ball, you're trying to really learn the different techniques and you join a league. It's a very different experience. Yeah. The closest I've ever come to bowling was three weeks in high school and we bowling. (laughs) That's it. Hey, we we bowling is great to teach you how to pick up spares and stuff. Really? That's that's I mean. I, I think so. I'm I'm kind of just doing that when I bowl now, and it seems to work. I love Wii bowling. I love Wii sports. Um, it's great. It really was. It was it was an awesome game. Funny enough, it was the 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 Wii's best selling game, but that's cheating because every time they sold a Wii console, they sold the game. So yeah, they shouldn't even list that. Nobody's no, buying Wii sports. They're exa- buying a Wii. You're exactly. giving them Wii sports. Exactly. So it was kind of cheating, but yeah um no i'm completely lost on sports when people talk Uh, i know a few names i know like some of the rules but when people get into like the details and history like count me out like uh, i'm a fish out of water that's kind of the rough thing when you're trying to get into it is you know you you're starting you're trying to learn the rules for whatever sport you're into and you're like okay I'm kind. I'm starting to feel a little comfortable with the rules. I'm paying attention to what's happening with the with the season. I I kind of get it. I, I could talk with somebody about you know that crazy thing that happened in a game three weeks ago. But if someone brings up oh this this crazy historic game everybody knows about from 20 years ago, then you're lost. It it really yeah. takes it just takes time. Kind of being in that. I don't want to say community. I guess just that interest to start to build that base of knowledge yeah the um, what what happened a couple of years back what was it called De- deflate gate with 
Oh, I, I, this was before my time, but oh. it was such a big deal. I did hear about it. What What was the guy's name? The, the Tom Brady. Guy. Thank you. Thank you, Tom Brady. Everybody hates Tom Brady, except the people who really love Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, well, I don't have an opinion on him, except that the guy is super old in the sports world. Um, he's kind of like the Mike Tyson of, I would say, uh, of football, because He's like 43, 44 or something. 43 and just won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's, and for like an athlete, that's pretty old. That's like retirement age. Um, Especially in a sport where you are the, uh, in a position where everyone on that field, half the people on that field are looking to hit you. Yeah. Like Mike Tyson, I think, is in his 50s and he is trying to get back into boxing. And that's just, like what that does to your body, like you're done after, like you said at the very beginning, you start doing sports when you're like eight, nine, 10 or 11. And these are like full contact sports. And you do that for like 30 years and you're just done. Yeah. Um, you can't do that until you're 70. And so then you, you become a coach and you get fat and lazy and rich. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of those, there's, there's a, there's a couple coaches that are pretty jacked, pretty muscular. Really? Uh, like there's who? one coach who was recently hired. Uh, I want to say his name is Robert Sala. Mm-hmm. He he looks he looks uh, he looks a little more muscular than some of his players. <laughs> That's how it some, should some, be. Yeah, I mean, some people get into that you know that fitness life. Um, that's that's something I kind of have done in the last few years. I I kind of got into weight loss and exercise. And once you get that feeling of like this is what it feels like to be strong. This is what it feels like yeah. to be healthy. You might, you know, you might not, you might drop off on it a little bit, but you never want to go back all the way. That's true. I was getting into like working out and sports and then, you know, uh, the world happened and everything closed down and I, I'm still waiting to go back to the gym because in Germany, everything's closed and they, they want to open everything back up in five days. But, oh, this is the, the fifth time they said they want to open back up. So, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I suppose we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath. No one is. Uh, but yeah. uh, I, I, you know, when I was in lockdown, I did a, a, almost everything here. I this might be a little bit um, unfair, but yeah. uh, my dad moved a few years ago or yeah, a couple of years ago. And he bought a Bowflex from a friend of his and he was going to put in his new house. And then it turned out he didn't have room for it, so he gave it to me. Oh. So I have a free Bowflex, and my roommates bought a exercise bike that links to an app. And I have a VR headset, so I can play Beat Saber. And I have a big <laughs> neighborhood to walk around. So those four things were, I pretty much during lockdown would just bounce from those things from one to another. And I don't have any um, I was, <laughs> yeah, I stayed sane during lockdown by just you know, dialing in on fitness and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, which that's was a, was a good experience. Yeah. That, that's a good way to, to stay healthy, to stay sane is, you know, fitness working out. But if you have a small apartment, uh, I mean, I have, what is it called? The ring fit first for the switch. Hey, I've heard that's great. It is. It's awesome. But I, I'm not that kind of person. I like actually going to the gym and working out. My wife loves it. She loves doing ring fit. She has a lot of fun with it. And I have a couple is, of... is it a location thing for you? Yeah, I like the idea of going to a physical place and physically working out. I don't like working. Okay. I don't like working out at home. I don't think it's fun at all. 
Um, but there are some people who will argue and say, no, I love it. It's the best thing ever. You know, different uh, different strokes for different folks, as they say. With, yeah. Yeah. With that being said, we're nearing the end. Um, is there anything like you wanted to add before, you know, before we go? Um, what, what they should. Yeah, there is. There is a tiny thing I did want. Yeah, sure. Shoot. this was something talked about towards the beginning of mm. of of the lockdown and, and the world shutting down um sports in general were put in danger you know a lot of things had to shut down and they they definitely should have it was the right call um and a lot of um i think the first major league to really make a comeback in a, in a big way was the nfl because they were positioned in a way where they could somewhat normally open back up and there was a lot of criticism and a lot of um a lot of reasons why they shouldn't and they're all valid but a big reason a lot of people had for wanting to see it back and again i understand on paper is a wrong idea but it's a morale boost it, it was having following a sport like that is something everyone can talk about they no matter what's happening in life, yeah, no matter what year it is, you can take your mind off what's happening in your life. You can have that one day a week where you sit down and have fun, root for your team. It's, it's not particularly complicated. There's no gray areas. You just rooting for your team and you want to see them do well. It's a nice morale boost to people. And, you know, for sports, no matter what's happening in the world, that's, that's what it is to them. It's their escape. It's their, it's that two hour, two, three, four hours a week. They can forget about what's going on at the office, what's going on in their relationships, um, what their financial situation is. I, and in that way, you know, it's, it's really important. I couldn't agree more. I really couldn't. I feel the same way about the, about gyms um, because you keep people locked up in their houses pretty much like they're pretty much cages basically. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't want to be like too dramatic, you know. But it kind of feels like that, and you don't give them an option to to vent, to escape, and so they become restless. They become um, disillusioned and angry with the system, and so giving them that outlet, you know, uh, is important. But we'll see what uh, how how everything develops. But yeah, so super interesting topic. I, I I learned a lot, honestly. I truly did. I haven't talked about sports in God knows how long. So thanks. And and it's fun and it's fun to talk to somebody who's <laughs> not necessarily um uh well informed, but is willing yeah. to listen and learn. It's it's a it's a good experience. Yeah, I love learning. I love expanding my knowledge. I try to be I like to say I'm uh, a jack of all trades, but master of none. And I try to take information where I can find it. Um, so I definitely thank you for the information. It was very enriching. And I hope you're welcome. Listen. I hope it was very fun for me. I hope uh, everyone, if not had fun listening, at least got something useful out of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I hope uh, the listeners also, the people from, who are not from the U.S. also were able to know a little bit more about american football if if any of the listeners have any comments questions or suggestions feel free to contact us at uh at the discord if not uh we'll see you all uh next week yep see you then
All right. Thanks so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.